On this episode of RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared and Galen, we will be talking about what you need to do to prepare to sell for the spring market coming up. We'll drop some local happenings going on in the area, and our restaurant review is Union Market in Church Hill. You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years' sales experience, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance when buying and selling homes in today's incredibly hot and competitive real estate market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. I am Jared Davis. And this is Galen Parker. And this is RVA Real Estate Podcast 2.0. How's everybody doing? Can you hear me? I love I'm, I love that we're back. We're finally back in action. We've taken a couple weeks. This was my fault. Yeah. I uh, got married. I think we talked about that on some previous podcasts. Si, senor. I had to take a honeymoon. That's kind of required, I think. Uh, <laughs> I had to take a honeymoon. I <laughs> had to take a honeymoon. Then you know you're addicted to real estate. <laughs> I had to go <laughs> away with my new wife. Away to my with my wife <laughs> in this tropical country. That's right. It was fantastic. Ugh. We took a cruise, then we came back for a week, then we left for the Philippines for three weeks. And so now we are back at it. We are ready to sell in the dead of winter. And while you're gone, I just worked, 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 right. worked. So, what was your favorite uh, spot? Mm. Oh, for me? Oh, um, for mostly, uh, <laughs> it was when I was just working. The Starbucks. The Starbucks. <laughs> the Starbucks <laughs> off of Hall Street. I uh, did a lot across from Brandon. I did a lot of stuff there. You uh, know, I assume you were talking to Jared. We did a handful of islands. We did Corone. We did El Nido. We did Boracay. Uh, beautiful country. Was El Nido pretty neato? Mm. Galen, shut up, shut up, shut up, Galen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we did El Nido, we did Corone, we did Boracay. Uh, El Nido should have been the best, but we got rained out on all our tours, so mm. uh, we didn't get to do much. Corone, the tours were great. Uh, we got to snorkel some shipwrecks, snorkel some really cool reefs, some of the best uh, snorkeling and diving that I've seen out there. So that was definitely a highlight. If you like to scuba, if you like to snorkel, it would be good. So Corona had uh, food? 50% off Coronas. You know, food for the Philippines. I And I, this is coming from someone that loves Asian food. Like if you ask me what my top three probably categories are, I'd go like, you know, Thai food, Vietnamese food, and sushi. Philippines is not going to be four or five or six, I don't think, on the food scale. Really? Yeah, you know, it wasn't bad. Um, some stuff just wasn't prepared that well. I mean, I, I felt like you had to eat different things like four or five different times to get it right. It's almost like if you never had steak before and you went to Applebee's and got yourself a sirloin, then you went to Ruth Chris afterward, you know, you'd be like, okay, this is what steak is supposed to taste like. Yeah. I went to Japan and that was rough. It was really. I had to take. Oh. I had to take some time to get used to the food. See, I love Japan. I loved the no, the, I mean, the, the sushi, great. the ramen, yeah, everything in, in, in Japan was fantastic to me. But the Philippines, after a few days of adobo and and lumpia and pansit, I'm kind of ready for something else. So I am happy to be back in America, and I I love to travel, but super happy to be here. Galen, you're just posting on social media over there still, I think. I am a social <laughs> butterfly. Do not clip my wings. I don't know I'm you, giving the people what they want. I don't know if you follow Galen on social media, but he is just he is just everywhere. Today all we've the time. got a pretty rousing uh, debate going on on my social media on Facebook. I looked uh, at last, there was like 60 comments on it from this morning. Um, and I was talking about how I determine my friendships. Nah. And I have a picture of wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. And how you eat them. 
Okay. Because we've all been with people who like eat like one bite off of the wing. They're like, Ugh, I'm done. Yeah, he's not my friend. And then you go to the other extreme where the person's like gnawed off the like bone. And it's just like, what are you? Are you trying yeah. to make a shiv in prison? Like, why <laughs> did you do this to the bone of the chicken? So I'm trying. I said, well, where do you fall? So a lot of people are like, you know, I'm between, you know, three and four. Three and the four are probably where the normal people should last. Um, and then there was a couple of people who were like devout ones. And they were going to, uh, they were trying to like defend their position. And I was just like, man, you guys are terrible people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Shout out to Meredith and Amir, two terrible people who, uh, <laughs> friends of mine who were like, oh, we, we they, their big deal is they didn't want to eat wings in public. Really? Yeah. I just because like, of the, the way it looks, the, mm. uh, I guess the carnivore appearance, kind of primal. Nah. Uh, but I'm like, if you're at a wing facility, a wing shop, wing zone, um, well, who else makes really good wings? I guess. <laughs> Flying Pig, ah, any of those that's places. A good one. Um, wooden Iron, Great Wings. Mm. You should be okay getting a little messy. I think people expect that. I mean, you don't have to take like a knife and fork out and get like weird with it, but I don't know. Mike, yeah. what do you think? How do you eat your wings? Did you look at the post? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at it right now, and I'm a, definitely a five guy. I kill five it. Five guy. I, I, I take it all to the... So, Jared, I don't know if you can see this right there. Five oh. is where you take it to the house. Yeah. Just, There's a couple of people that said they were six. I said, be careful. Once you get past five or six, get close to seven. Seven is pretty much your confirmed cannibal, <laughs> and you're pretty much okay with doing anything when it comes to, well, like, It's meat. almost like people who eat crabs. They don't know how to properly do it, or a lobster, and they just go for, like, the tail, and that's it. And But there's so much other meat elsewhere. Yeah, we had a, there was a couple people in the comments there talking about like lobsters. I'm like, let's just keep it on one. Let's keep it chicken. They, some people start bringing in like ribs. I'm like, guys, let's focus. So you see how much content Galen's putting out on social media? Yeah, no, I, not, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help people just make decisions. Choose your friends wisely. Yes. Well, just to throw it out there for those that are listening, sometimes people hit us up from our Facebook. Sometimes people are just following. Sometimes people search for it. Um, tons of listeners all over the world now coming in. It's crazy it's to see crazy that where people so are coming in. Mike, what are some of the countries that we're seeing right uh, this second? Recently, it was no Iceland, signal. Iceland, and uh, Philippines, Mexico, and can't I can't remember. Let me check. I must have been spreading the word to someone in the Philippines. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I, I was like, it had I was to be there. connected. Iceland. Um, I've got a huge following in Iceland. I don't yeah. know if you know that. <laughs> Reykjavik. They're, they're a the big fan of the game. Canada. We got some Canadas. Nice. Canada. So eh? For for those that are listening, maybe they clicked our link just to let everybody know we're now on Spotify. You could be listening on Spotify right now, but if not, a lot of people are using that nowadays for their podcasts. I know I do. So. Spotify, Podbean, Apple Store. You can pick it up there, subscribe at any of those three. Soon to be Alexa. And possibly Alexa. Interesting. How does that work, Mike? Talk can't to me can't tell you. You have to. He's trying wait. to sell us more stuff, Galen. No, no. I'm going to get an invoice for Alexa Dot or something. That's right. Like, what is that right. Alexa 2020. Ooh. Oh. Okay. He's got some insider info. All righty. So let's jump into it. We want to do a restaurant review first. Let's do restaurant review. All righty. So, restaurant review. What is it this this podcast? So Galen? this time, and we went a, a while back, but we, I went actually twice. So mm. just without you, and we'll bring in the reason why I went the second time. You took Mike. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is awkward. Uh, I invited Mike. He did not answer his phone oh, or okay. respond. Got so it. that sounds uh, we, like Mike. We can see how he feels about us. Okay. Yeah. He also didn't sell me some shoes. But that's a long story. Um. So we went to Union Market. Uh, I love that place. I was very impressed. You had been there before. I have. It's I my like Churchill simple, staple. Yeah, I like the simplicity of the way it's laid out. So what is it? 
What is the Union Market? Yeah, I mean, give somebody. Um, so is it a restaurant? Like a, is yeah, it, it's a, a cafe? cafe? Is it a bar? Yeah, it's a neighborhood cafe and market inside of Union Hill. Um, so you can go in there. You can buy like a little grocery shopping. They've got a great beer and wine selection. Mm-hmm. Then they've got like kind of like nuanced things that you can find in there. Just you know. Knickknacks. There's tons of stuff. There's like crackers, cookies. I saw there's like, like kombucha. Com- yeah, in exactly. The bottle. You can get nightingales ice cream sandwiches. Exactly. Shout out to Xavier, Xavier, who does nightingale awesome ice cream sandwiches. And then yeah, so then you flip to the other side, and it's like you know a counter order where you order your meal. They've got like daily specials, different soups. To the right, they've got like a bar where they've got things on tap. You've got some ciders, some different ciders. I tried, I think I tried like a porter cider there that wasn't like sweet, but I like that. Yeah, so they'll do ciders, beer, and kombucha on tap. Yep. You've got the patio outside, so it's really nice in the springtime to sit out there and have your your meal. But you just order it right from the counter. And what kind of food is it? Uh, There's sandwiches. There's like, what, what I got the, I think we split something. So my favorite thing there, if we're just if you're only gonna go once and you listen to this podcast, get the pastrami sandwich. Very much so. Because it's got pastrami, it's got this kimchi slaw that they put on it, and then they do like a sriracha mayo aioli with it. And I think there's Munster cheese. It is incredible. Oh gouda. Thank you for the clarification. Smoked gouda ah that is what it is yes smoked gouda and so yeah comes with a side salad you can order soup to go i think we had we we had like a corn that's right it was a um chicken corn chowder type Mm -hmm. of soup was very good um we got that the first time yes i also got a different sandwich that was very good wasn't as good as the original pastrami so if you go there the sandwich i got was seasonal so it wasn't there okay it probably won't be there when someone goes now but if you do go there definitely go to the pastrami because i went back a second time and I got the pastrami mm-hmm. and it was delicious. Yes. The person I was with, they made uh, the decision to go with the prosciutto fig and goat. Okay. Which was good. Yes. But it wasn't the pastrami. That pastrami is why I keep coming back for sure. And uh, I, I feel like they uh, they they even commented that they're like yours is very good cuz I like when I go with <laughs> yeah. another person we order different things, split it, we trade so that everyone gets like a full uh, experience. And so we did that again. And they were just like, I like your pastrami way better. Yep. Um, I also, one thing the second time around that I didn't notice the first, they have like over to the side, they've got their own hot sauces. Uh-huh. And I poured the hot sauce into my soup. And the person I was with, they commented yesterday, they're like, well, did you even like it? Because you poured the hot sauce in this. So there was a clarification. The soup, amazing. Yeah. It was just that the hot sauce was phenomenal and so when you combine those two things i was like this is a perfect sequence of events happening on my taste buds um i was with someone who uh they are a elite member status yelp reviewer and i don't know if you guys know what that is i'm sure he told you she did oh sure she told you i was not i'm not up on yelp um, I'm up on telling people my opinions on stuff unsolicited. <laughs> so if you would think that Yelp would be something for me. Um, but they're like an elite member. So they've got like hundreds of really good, well-written reviews. And so they kind of helped me form my opinion of Union Market. Uh, that was Mary. She's also the person that I just offended earlier about the chicken wings thing. So you can't get them all right. <laughs> That's right. But no, Union Market, phenomenal. Great place. I was super happy that I went there. And it takes a lot for me to get surprised in Richmond. And I definitely did. Really fresh ingredients, really nice menu. Like Galen said, it goes seasonal. So you have some staples that are on the menu all the time, but then they rotate things out depending on the season. Uh, you can step over into the market and grab stuff as well. So if you order something and you don't want, say, beer on tap or water, you can go get like some cold brew or you can get some kombucha. You can pick up whatever you want from the market side of things. Pay close um, attention to the uncorking fee. 
Yeah. Which I like ran into, which is not a big deal, but I was that's my fault. I was not paying attention. <laughs> and they were like, Do you mind an uncorking fee? So I'm like, sure. And it was like the same cost of the actual drink. And I was like, Did I just pay double ten dollars? Wait, so they, they charge you I have heard this before, but sure. Like how much was the charge? I don't remember. It was like a thousand dollars. No, um, it was like what, like five, four or five bucks, five bucks. Yeah, something, it was something like, that. like that. It's to stop people from just going in there, buying a drink, and then just walking out into the street, which or, makes or probably just even buying something at like retail that you would take home. I would imagine because yeah. so they have a retail price. Your restaurant price is different than different. your grocery store price. So I think it's probably to enact instead of someone buying something on draft, going over and grabbing a can out of the market at mm-hmm. half the price and then coming back in for their and lunch. And sitting down with it. And I wasn't paying attention, so they got me. Or I was gotten. <laughs> so, you know, just paying close attention to it. But them. do you still love Union Market? I See, that's what that's how yeah. good their food is. I was unbothered by that. And that happened the first time. I still went back the second time. The second time, I was like, I'm just more prepared. Exactly. I just made a wise decision. Yep. So Union Market, if you haven't checked it out, right in Churchill, great spot. Walking distance from even like a, a Sub Rosa Bakery. If you haven't been there yet, you can get some coffee or some nice bread before you go to Union Market. so creamy. I think it's like the Russian dressing on the Billy bread that they have. He's still uh, talking about it. You're still Billy bread. It. Such texture. Yeah, so, mm. so definitely check it I'm out. I'm going to go there tonight. Let us know what you want our next restaurant review to be. If there's a place that you haven't gotten to go yet and you want us to check it out first, uh, give us a heads up. Um, lots to come been, with you? Or yeah, or we can come with you if you want us to come come review food in front of you. We can do that <laughs> live um, food review. But that would be good. I mean, we're, uh, we talked about this. Your before. family's meal, home cooked meal on a Sunday night, will show up in your kitchen, and uh, we will critique <laughs> your wife and mother of <laughs> the meal that they just made. There you go. See, so anything you can think of. There's another one called um, Organic Crush that just opened up off of Ooh. Short Pumps. Maybe we could do something like that next I time. I do want to do that. I'm just giving shout outs to everybody today. So. Uh, keep all those in mind. Mike, where have you been recently that you were impressed with? You're a man about town. You're He's a traveler. Got kids. Uh, yeah, that's like the Chuck problem. You know, I, I have little time to Applebee's? go out. You know, so Fridays? Um, right now I've got nothing. Chili's? Yeah. No. There's a there's a Texas Roadhouse opening you right down the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right on Hull Street. That's not anything special. They're good. I mean, I mean they for are like a you, franchise yeah, steak place, Texas Roadhouse, the bread with the cinnamon... I always cringe when I go to a restaurant and they say, everybody, let's sing such and such because it's such and such birthday. Mike's the Grinch. Isn't isn't that like every restaurant though? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, a lot of chains. I, I am. Uh, the funny thing is, I just like, most people are going to like Ruth Chris to get sung Happy Birthday. But I, I, <laughs> welcome I think, to the Roosevelt. <laughs> I just, you know, yeah. I am like such a uh, person where I love that type of energy. Not so much singing Birthday or anything, but just the energy of just seeing people like country music song plays that they just start dancing and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, I love this Americana feel. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, more of this. That's right. Let's do this. Bring so. me another Margaret Corona. <laughs> Margaret Corona. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like this will be great. I just, I love how excited like kids get when they see that their eyes like light up. I'm like, we, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that the next restaurant I go just to. for just not just even as an employee. Whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever top five hits on the radio. That's I'm it. Singing it. Not an employee. Oh goodness. All righty, so that wraps up our restaurant review. Again, let us know what you think. I mean, lots of different restaurants. I think now that I'm back, I'm just pumped on trying to eat as much possible American food as I can. That's sure. here again. Stables, if you haven't been there, do that. That could be another one that's good. Oh, you know what I did? I went to Mekong the other night, ah, and it was okay. phenomenal. I had the ABC 12. But you've been there a bunch, right? I've never been to eat there. Ah, I've gone there just to drink. Okay. And I went there. It got me and 
four of my buddies. Yeah. We sat down. Um, we were garnering a lot of attention because we were all dressed up. And I, I don't know if they thought we were the senator or something. But uh, that was a good time. Had a great meal. I had, uh, I think it's like some squid heads or something. I, I, was, I was out of my element, but I was just eating whatever. What's put the restaurant across from Red Salt? I was just there, actually. Oh, West Coast Provisions. Yes. Also fantastic. That was good. I great Branzino. I was there three weeks ago. Yeah, Brent Branzino's solid there. Their sushi's good there. We've got a former client that works there. Mm, yes, Allie, yeah. Allie Smilik. Yeah, her and Clayton they uh, purchased a home. They are a great couple, but uh, she works there full time. All right, well, man, this whole podcast gonna be a food podcast. We don't keep. Are we hungry? Like, do we come at like? We're, I think it's close enough to dinner time that all of us are like, oh, we're, oh yeah. So uh, real estate. Uh, so what? Uh, what do you guys got going on? No. All right, so let's get into the deep dive. All righty. So the deep dive today, this is what we thought. See, we're into the winter months right now, right? Things tend to slow down a little bit. If you talk to somebody about listing their house, most of the time people start thinking, well, maybe I should wait until spring or I'm dealing with Thanksgiving and Christmas, taxes, the holidays, the new year, all of these things coming up. And I think generally people just don't want to do anything when it's cold. Uh, so Either way, people start thinking about maybe a March list date, an April list date to get ready to, for their moves. The kids start to get out of school again. So we thought we would go through a checklist of things that we need to do to get your house ready to sell. Because if you call us in March, you call us in April, and we come in and we have to start this list now, chances are it's going to take us a while. Most people can't turn around a house within a day or a week. So when you're ready to sell, you want to have these things in order. So there's a couple of things that are must-dos. There's no getting around it. You have to do these things if you're going to list your house. And there's other things that depending on the, the, the status of your house, depending on um, you know wh whether you live there, whether it's vacant, how long you've been there, there's some other recommendations that we have as well. Sure, so for sure. Galen, get us started with right. the major, major things we need to do. The number one thing that I always say is choose for yourself a great realtor. And here's the reason why. That seems like a no-brainer for someone. Because we're going to go into our list. We're going to talk about decluttering. We're going to talk about a couple other things. But how do you know what is too much and what is not enough? Well, the first way you can do that to form that opinion is hire a professional that could say, okay, you do need to paint this, but you don't need to paint that. You need to change this. And sometimes you can get yourself overwhelmed thinking, I've got to do everything. I've got to fix this house to make it perfect and things like that. And that might not be feasible for one year time. Might not be visible too because of the cost. So step one, choose for yourself a high-performing realtor. Call Jared Davis or Galen Parker, uh, and then we will start to help you with that. So then number two, Jared, what would you say? So definitely decluttering and depersonalizing. Absolutely. And we'll break that into two things. These are, these are crucial. Um, money people don't move every year right so the average person stays in a house for about seven years mm -hmm. uh, so d during that time you tend to acquire a lot of stuff uh, whether it's furniture whether it's storage i mean i've seen people even just christmas like collection and ornament collection sometimes and it's crazy the amount of things that people keep in their house multiple christmas trees in their attics for some reason yeah you even think about like garages you know yeah it is a storage area but with some people think it's like a a, a straight up 
U-Haul storage facility when you look in someone's garage. So <laughs> we really want to declutter and get anything out that's not needed. When someone's coming through a house, they don't want to feel like the rooms are tiny because everything that's in there. Uh, they don't want to feel like they can't look into a closet and get the amount of space that it has for storage. Yeah. Uh, can they park a car in their garage? You know, a lot of times, even the little things like we don't like anything on dressers. We don't like anything on vanities and bathrooms, right? Mm -hmm. And some of these things we know that you need every day. So if you're not uh, about to list right now, you know, you can kind of stretch it out a little. But just get in the mindset that when this house goes on the market, we really need to have everything cleaned off. When our photographer comes in, when Studio 77 gets there to shoot our pictures, right, it's one of those things he doesn't want to see toothpaste and toothbrushes or appliances all over the kitchen counters or um, dressers filled with colognes and makeup and necklaces. So uh, you almost want to make it look like no one lives there, even though somebody does live there. It's all about space in the room. A person has to be able to walk into a room and say, oh, I can put my bed here. I can put my things here. But if they're distracted by your things, then they're like, oh, how do I? It's a mental thing, really, because obviously your stuff's not going to be there anymore. But mentally, when they see it, it's hard for them to envision themselves there. And you want them to say, this is my house. Take ownership of it. Yes. You know, when you walk into a room, like a living room, and there's the couch or a chair or a single chair that is right when you walk into a room, in my mind, I think when someone walks in there, they think that there's not a lot of room. When they feel like they can walk into a room fully and not have to go around a chair or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah, it's just a kind of a mindset. But a lot of times, even with photos, I'm like, yeah, that looks great, but for the photo, you're gonna have to move this out of the shot because it just takes up, it eats up the room. Or they think about how big their stuff is. They say, man, this this our king bed is huge in here, or our couch is much bigger. Same thing with kitchens. I mentioned countertops. You know, you may say, well, I only have a toaster and a Keurig out. But when they come in, if it takes up their counter spot or countertop space that they could be cooking with, and they realize, hey, well, I also have a KitchenAid, and I have a microwave oven, and I have all these other things, it just starts to take away from the space. So that's typically why we want to get things cleaned out. And Go ahead. Yeah. I'm just thinking I've got a client right now that we have her house on the market. And the funny thing about hers is, like, it's her mother's house. Mm-hmm. Her mother passed away. And her mother, like my mother, had a love affair of infomercials. And so she had so much stuff that was like in boxes. So on the counter, there was like a meat slicer. And like, this lady's like 95 years old. She was 95 years old. So she's like, all this stuff on the counter. It's like, there's no counter space. So we had to like take it down, put it away. I actually did leave the meat slicer on the counter for the pictures because I just thought, that's kind of funny. Because it's just like, why is that's there? I'm like, Who, who's that's eating like, that much meat? That's a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. I was like, there was like, but yeah, if you look at the pictures, there's like in the corner, there's a little meat slicer. I love and it. I was just like, how many sandwiches is this lady? That's was she amazing. making? But yeah, you got to kind of clear it off so that people can envision all of their stuff. They don't want to see your stuff. They want to see their stuff. And on that note, as far as picturing their stuff, that brings you straight in from once you declutter, we need to make sure that you also depersonalize. Absolutely. So what are we talking here? So depersonalizing is something that you oftentimes have to get a realtor involved with because you need a neutral third party to kind of look at some of the things because... You might have a picture of your family and they are beautiful, they're adorable, but so many pictures of your friends and family, it makes it feel that you are intruding onto someone else's home or property. And so, you know, if you've got certain art things that you like, that can be overwhelming. Or if you like a type of art, 
Um, maybe your your art, your taste is kind of specific to you, nuanced. So that can kind of get a little overbearing. We've been into houses where it's just like, oh man, this is. Are you le- Are you sure you're leaving? You sure this house for sale? Because it feels like you want to stay here forever the way you've decorated. Yeah. And so you kind of have to kind of clear that out and make it almost like a blank canvas. So art, pictures, yeah. Um, little things that have sentimental value that it might be great. Perhaps your family goes to the Outer Banks every year and every year you bring home a seashell mm-hmm. and you've got a collection of them. That is absolutely wonderful. I am like that as well. But you might want to take that down because it can be distracting. You don't want to distract someone's eye or view. Anything that would harm them from you know visioning themselves. What are some personal things you would say, Jared? Pictures are the biggest thing. I mean, you like you said, you can have a beautiful family, but it's not their family. So they come in, they They're start strangers. putting a mental picture. All right, who's, who's this husband? Who's this wife? Where their kids go? What does he do for work? What is everything they need to be thinking about other than... I want to buy this house. I want it to be our this house. This guy looks familiar. Yeah, so I it's like almost guy. like, all right, we're taking over their house, right? I mean, we're supposed to be neutral parties in the middle of a transaction, so sellers and buyers never meet. And so you're just trying to introduce yourself way too much as you have all of these things out. Um, art, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Some art is good. but I just had one a while be... back where there were just like naked women in a guy's bedroom. And so when you bring a couple and you're like, well, here's the master. <laughs> Can you picture yourself I, here? Yeah. I recently came across one. It was, it was in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I, I get what you want your art to be in your house. But once you go to sell, like maybe we can. I did an open house uh, a couple months ago. And uh, in the master bedroom, the whole wall was a mural, mm-hmm. which very cool. But very personal. And every time, like, that, that room had such great space and great bathroom. But every time a couple came out of the room, they were just talking about the mural. So they weren't talking about all the other wonderful features. They were just like, oh, the mural. So I could tell that has become a distraction. So yep. be, be leery of that. Let's see. That's good. Uh, this time of year, and really any time of year, because come spring, we start hitting pollen season real hard. And so that's going to happen before people go to list. Uh, but even in the winter, when we deal with all the leaves falling and things like that, uh, it's amazing how much dirt uh, gets on things from just leaves mm-hmm. sitting on decks and sidewalks and porches. Uh, so one thing is going to be power washing. Uh, it's one thing that you know, maybe you don't normally do it every year. Maybe no, most people don't. it's not one of those things. But I will tell you, when you go to sell the house... It's amazing, especially houses that are on wooded lots when you have a lot of trees around, uh, how dirty things can get. I know every spring I'm out cleaning my deck and porch because, yeah. I, and I've just got one tree over it, but <laughs> it's just enough where the, the table gets dirty, everything needs to be cleaned up. Um, so power washing is a big one. And on that note, we're talking about cleaning not only the house and the power washing, but also the windows, right? Their interior, their exterior. If you have pets, if you have dogs that love Dander. to sit up in the windows. Nose marks. Exactly. Nose marks, tongue marks on the doors. Most people don't love your dog like you love your dog, right? Fair enough. So as much Unless as it's my dog, everyone loves Emilio. I, I love, I do love Emilio. He's a good, he's a good dog. But again, we want people to think that this is not being lived in and we don't want people to think, oh, well, man, if there's dog hair here or there's marks here, what else are they not cleaning? Absolutely. What are the ducks like? What are the HVAC, you know, pipes looking like right now if there's this much hair on the floor? So you would think this is a no-brainer, but it's amazing how many houses we go into where this is an issue. Or even people move out and they're like, well, it's empty now. We're not there. 
but they just didn't do a good deep clean yeah. when they got out. Decluttering is not just about cosmetic things. It's also about what gives people the idea of maintenance. So if they see your house and it's kind of like the dog marks on the, on the windows, they're kind of thinking, well, we're not, these people must have not maintained other things, other visual things in their house. And so they're like, well, if they've left the windows dirty, how does the, as you mentioned, you know, how do the vents, how do the coils look? What does the attic look? What does the crawl space look? And so if you can clean all those things up, it has a simple, nice picture in people's minds. That's it. And on that, this is something that's not <clears throat> as widely needed, but deodorizing. Again, sometimes pets can smell. Sometimes they can make stains on, on floors that last. So uh, we've got people that will come in and just deodorize a house once it's empty to get the smell out, if, if that's needed. And sometimes it is. People are smokers sometimes, or there's pets, and there's things that are needed to try to get the smells out. You have people that, one, just don't want their house to smell like smoke or pets. Yeah. But two, allergies. People are sensitive to those things. So We um, were just talking to a friend of ours, right? So the other night he was saying that they moved into a place. Um, everything seemed okay. When they came back, the smell of smoke really affects him. Uh, he It's one of the things he's allergic to. So that house needs to have a if someone who's allergic like that. I mean, his lungs were kind of tightening up because mm -hmm. of that former smoke. So they had to move out immediately. Thankfully, the uh, the agent and the homeowner who's in Powhatan, a phenomenal agent. They were willing to work with him. So everything worked out nicely. Very nice. Very nice. On We'll just keep the clean thing going. Um, landscaping and driveway repaving and finishing curb appeal exactly first thing they're going to see again when mike shows up to do the pictures he's you know he's going to judge the outside before anything before he ever walks inside and that's what everybody's going to do if they're driving up for the showing mike's super judgmental so yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing they're going to see right so i go oh <laughs> yeah that's why? right i've seen i've heard the size are you kidding me the no guy, look i don't give you the size i give you a look like oh there's trash cans out everywhere there's toys all over there's stuff in the back the leaves haven't been picked up and it's all valid valid points right so landscaping you know we power wash now we got to get all the leaves out of the yard from the fall you know if you have shady lawns a lot of times it's hard to grow grass so you know you may need to have a round of seeding fertilizing strawing whatever to get your yard to look nice um driveway repaving and refinishing is not something that needs to be done often but you would be amazed how many driveways are just littered with oil stains or okay. it's cracked up i mean i know personally in my house when i moved in i had a brand new driveway and whoever did it didn't do a great job and mm -hmm. when they came and dropped my pod for all of my furniture it was there for two days and by the time they took the pot away there was just indentions down in my <laughs> pavement from oh, no. because they just didn't lay it deep enough so now that one spot where you park a car the tires have just pushed it down and you can just see where now like grass starts growing up and it's just one of those things i'm gonna have to repave it you subsequently know? that is also where jared makes you play cornhole because he's mastered all the uh <laughs> all the weight in his uh, driveway so he knows where to stand and the rest <laughs> of us are like what's happening right. he's Why? like i don't know what are you guys doing i'm just really good at this <laughs> why does he keep on making me stand here that's <laughs> <laughs> right let's put him in the pothole just scamming on us you can have my pothole i like that yeah curb appeal is a big one because you know when people walk up they need to see so Sometimes you have to, I always tell people, consider cutting back in a way some brush um, that might be, you know, causing too many shadows or feel it, making it feel dark if you just 
tear down some of those bushes. Yep. All of that goes a long way to say, oh, man, it's got a fresh kind of look to it. And yeah. that's always important. It's really easy to run up to something like a Pete Rose or a Crossroads Nursery and just tell the people there, look, I'm about to sell my house. This is how much mulch I have. Can you just give me a, a couple bushes that are very inexpensive, mm-hmm. but will make the yard look nice? I don't right? want a putting green. I just want to get something nice. Exactly. So every house I flip almost, I end up having to go through and figure out what we're going to do with the front yard. And sometimes, you know, maybe someone lived there before and they they had plants there, but they're not taken care of. So we pull out anything that's ugly. We trim back the stuff that's salvageable. We remulch everything. And if we have any empty space, maybe we drop some plants or drop some flowers. I still so. got uh, I still got straw in the back of my truck for where I was like at a house and I had to get some straw and some seed. I'm like spreading the seed and putting down the straw. I'm like, you just got, it's all about curb appeal. You want to make it look as nice as possible. What realtor do you know that's going and strawing their clients? <laughs> yards i'm a full service agent i'm right. full-time i'm not part-time that's why you call it out there spreading the seed in chester in the summertime just i'm get not it done. putting straw out for anybody <laughs> so so galen's got well, that up on me you know, on our a couple team couches in our day I think. we have moved some things we have uh we have done quite a lot for clients but Even at getting this point that, getting the straw was like an ordeal going out like lowe's and chester and trying to like couldn't find anyone to help me and i'm like this is not how it's supposed yeah, to be. And I would be in the, this. Is like it would be my outfit. I'd have a blazer on. I'd be putting <laughs> straw out. This I was dressed exactly. up. <laughs> I put that on uh, Instagram, and people were like, "What are you doing?" And a lady was like, "Is this part of the service you offer?" I'm like, "This is part of the Davis Group service." So that's there right. You go. That's right. Not this part of the Davis Group, but fifty percent <laughs> of the Davis Group will not do that. That's right. Exactly. So that's that funny. that covers most of it. As far as inside goes, there's some things that aren't necessarily required on each house. I mean, you may be in a house that's only a couple years old. It may be really well taken care of. Maybe you didn't have that much stuff hanging on the walls. But mm-hmm. some big things that come to mind are going to be painting and carpet. Sure. Uh, I mean, sure. typically your lifespan on carpet's about seven years. Um, you know, I've gotten more out of that because, you know, I don't have kids. I don't really have dogs or anything like that. But if you have a lot of high traffic areas, a lot of people moving through them, it's amazing how fast you can wear out some carpet and stain it up. So uh, sometimes carpet and then paint. If you're depersonalizing, a lot of times you're yanking art off the walls, you're yanking pictures off the walls, decorations. I mean, live, laugh, love anywhere else. But once we go to sell your house, like let's let's get this thing cleaned up and stare. That's right. So we get all this stuff off. So you're going to be left with nail holes in your walls that that are going to need to be touched up, even if we don't have to paint. And again, we want neutral colors. Agreeable gray is kind of what everybody paints everything these days. But um, if your colors are good, you still need touch up. So you either need to have the original paint cans there so that we can touch up, or you can go laser match from Lowe's, get a can made, and you can touch up all your walls and carpet. So again, we're trying to make it look like no one has ever lived there. And these are not expensive things uh, that need to be done. Uh, one of the things that I think Mike was with me a couple months ago, we were putting a house up, and he pointed out, you know, just some of the scuff marks that are on the walls that just come from just living your house and the scuff marks that are down your molding on the ground. So, you know, a couple minutes, either a magic eraser or just some white paint, you can fix that up. And one thing that I, that's also not an, that's an inexpensive thing to do, but the other thing is hardware on some of your door handles, some of your outlet covers. Now that's something that you can do that won't break the bank, quickly do that, and that kind of like brings a room to life if you can change out some of those old doorknobs and stuff, because what you don't think about is like for the past 10 years, you've been touching this doorknob, and now a new person's coming in, they're like, wait, how many times has this been touched? And so it's like, ooh. So if they can see it's new, they're like, oh, this is all fresh. This is all redone. Yeah. And I mean, that, that it made me go as far as like appliances. You may have used that stove religiously every day for 10 years. 
So many turkeys. It may just be to the point where we need to spend four or five hundred bucks and get a nice new stainless stove put in there, just so that when people come in, they don't say, "Ooh, I don't know about this thing. This thing is." <laughs> it's thing on its last worn. leg, even though it could be. <laughs> exactly. And, and again, if you walk into a model home, new home neighborhood, you're not going to see pictures on the walls, right? You're not going to see anything that personalizes the house. Everything remains very neutral. They've got enough decorated just so you can get an idea. Um, but they just want you to picture yourself in that house. So uh, hopefully that gives some people some insight. Is there anything else you can think of that we didn't cover as far as things that need to be done pre-list? Oh, sorry. I thought Mike was about to say something. No, I was thinking like uh, pet toys and things like that. Always Declutter. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah anything always, that's in the floors. Yeah. Toys. Say, you almost have to get rid of everything that has it's pet related. You might want to just think about for the or next kid related. Weeks. Some of these playrooms I see when I go in, I know the kids just going nuts every day. But <laughs> you may need to tell Johnny he's got to hang Give out. Give your pet to someone else he's for got, at least three weeks. He's so that's he gets to play for it. his with his iPad. There for was a week. one time Jared and I almost died. By these two huge pit bulls. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The, the photographer. It was close. The owner didn't tell us that she didn't get her dogs out. And so we oh, no. we opened the door and it was, I don't even think it was. No, it was, it was outside. But it was, the pit, it was the pit bull and the German shepherd, I think. Right. It was out. They were outside. Or Rottweiler. It was like every every mean dog you could think of. It was like the trifecta. Yeah, we opened the back door. Like a dragon back there. It's like everything. Everything you think of. We were like, close the door, close the door. Yeah, exactly. You got to get rid of dogs. I showed a house a couple months ago and I had like a client and she was not fond of dogs, which, you know, that's not too unheard of. But the house, they, the agent nor the owner never mentioned that they left their dog in the house. So me going through, I'm turning all the lights, open the door, and there's a dog that was friendly enough. But if you don't like dogs, it doesn't matter if the dog's friendly. It's exactly. this big dog jumps starts barking. She's like ready to leave. And I'm like, well, she's not buying this house. Even though it had, it hit all the things that she wanted, just that dog presence there. I'm like, you got to get rid of this dog or just... At least give me a heads up so I can hide the dog or something. But That's right. Think about that. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us. We can uh, go into your home. It's it's a pain-free experience. We can just walk and just a little talk and just make some observations and things that you might want to do as you're moving towards that list date. Yeah, definitely give us a call. Don't think you need to wait till spring to give us a call. Let us come in and consult now. We can run the comps. We can tell you what Let's the market in winter holding. Yeah, well, this is probably the, the price that we're looking at. Once we do list, these are the things you need to start doing. We can help you with contractors. I mean, we've got at least two or three houses for clients right this second that our contractors are in there doing work for them just because we know that we can get better rates. We know that we can get it done um, faster, easier, cheaper. It's less headache for them. So Accountability because yeah, they know that exactly. dealing with us. So if you're worried about, I don't know who I can trust to paint. I don't know who I can trust to get carpet done. Like, so we can do all of these things. So uh, that wraps up the deep dive. Now, I guess the only thing we have left is just to close it out and talk about a couple things that are happening in the area. I was noticing some things that are opening just so people are aware. Um, there's a Krispy Kreme opening up in Short Pump as well as a chopped salad. So if you like chopped, I don't know if you've ever been there. Have y'all done chopped yet? There's one down in Willow Lawn. It's really good. I have not, and I'm a big salad guy. But you've I've done Krispy Kreme, haven't I've you? I've definitely done Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Look at it. I, uh, I'm a big uh, salad guy. I have probably salad like twice a day. But I, the uh, the economics of purchasing salads is always mind-boggling to me, but I won't go into that. Because it's expensive but, and you still are hungry? 
Yeah, and I know how much things cost. <laughs> you know for, how much I, a bag like, of lettuce Yeah, is. I was like, I make, we make a lot of salads. And so I look at that, and I'm like, uh, okay. But they are if they're a really good quality salad, then I'm okay with it. But so I, I've heard twice recently I had a meeting at Panera with uh, a gentleman, and he was going on a very great sales pitch for Chopped. I don't know if Ch- Chopped needs to reach out to this guy. Because he was like really poor. I'm like, all right, I'll go to Chopped. It's really good. Yeah. So what's the average price? Uh, I want to say Chopped is probably costing you probably about nine fifty on average. That's all toppings? Mm, yeah. So they do, the way that they do it is they have their own standalone salads that you can order or you can do a build your own. And I typically will just pick one off of the menu. They run seasonals as well. So they'll run, you know, like three seasonals at a time, but they rotate them pretty frequently. So maybe like every two weeks or so is what it seems like. Every time I go in there, there's three more. So um, it's almost like every So it's like a weeks. $9 salad, but it's like 8 Sense of ingredients that, that should balance. Out. <laughs> yeah, I get your hate. That's a weird hate, but I do understand it. But, but here's it. the but thing: I'm right. the biggest. I'm I'm always ordering salad, so it's like even though I feel that way, I'm always like, I'll get a salad. Yeah, let's get a salad. Thing. So, well, I think Krispy Kreme donuts are still only like seventy five cents a pop, right? So, I the days of me taxing the Krispy Kreme are not. They're probably behind me. I occasionally, but well, there's one opening in short pump, so we'll see what happens there. And then they're gonna flourish. flourish. I mean, goodness gracious, talk that's about, the perfect place to be, isn't it? But topic talk about missing the boat a little bit on timing. They should have been out. That is like, true. You're like, what? You, what took you so long? <laughs> the closest one is probably the one that's on Broad, but that's over by Willow Lawn. Yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm, but here's the thing: as successful as Krispy Kreme is, I'm sure there was some sort of market research that told them now's the time. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll they'll crush it. Oh, they're gonna crush it. Take over. They do a new build or a taking over. They're probably doing a new build, right? Um, I they, I don't. They're not. I do, well, unless they're using the parking lot space. So parking lot space has become quite a commodity lately, right? You've got yeah. you've got Regency Mall. They're taking that parking lot and doing something. I think they're gonna put like a water park or something like that. That's that was the that's something? the talk. They're no, trying that to didn't get, go through. I don't think. Or, no, I, I mean, I just heard something recently. Someone else, I mean. They haven't abandoned it, but I don't know if how where they are, but they're trying to do something. That or is that the Macy's at VCC? Because someone just bought the Macy's at VCC along with the parking lot for, I want to say, like $2 million or something like that. So uh, it's amazing what's getting picked up. There's another, there's an 11-story apartment tower going up over in Manchester oh, yeah, as so well. It's going to have the sky bridge and all it's that got stuff. The That's going to be very cool. It is going to be cool. Manchester is blowing up. If you investors are looking for an area that's that's really up and coming with a lot of values, Manchester is just heating up everywhere, it seems like. So that's going to be very cool. It says that it's going to be a $40 million project. I think Three, they said somewhere it was like 340 apartments 344, that they're looking for. 344 units between... Uh, two 11-story buildings. With and they're the going to be like one, a lot of them. Like I think this is like seventy percent, seventy to eighty percent are going to be like one bedrooms. So it's like, man, that's that's a lot of uh, people. Oh, hold on, I misspoke. The the one next door was forty million. This one is seventy-five million dollars. So, I get that. Good so night. quite a lot of money going into Manchester. I um, love the investment in Richmond just in general because you know there's just a lot of jobs. Uh, people are just excited I'm about the sure city. Jared's Kushner's company just bought up um, a huge deal down okay. here as well. So you got a lot of New York money, a lot of out-of-town investors starting to look at 
look at the city. <laughs> you started saying that. I'm thinking, I'm like, is he about to say himself? <laughs> and then you said Jared Kushner. And my brain said Ashton Kushner. And I'm like, Ashton Kushner? Like, then I was like, oh, wait, real estate. Gotcha. And on that note, I think we've been on the podcast too long, apparently. So. 75 minutes. <laughs> we appreciate you listening in. We look forward to your comments. We ask that if you have any requests, let us know. Uh, we've got some guests coming up in the future. We'll unlock those and let you know what's going on as we get closer to that. Um, feel free to check us out. Again, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, uh, iTunes. Anything else? Google Play. Google, Google Play. Play. You I can missed... go to Mike's house. We'll just play it on a Walkman <laughs> if you want. Just between <laughs> 7 right. and 8 p.m. I'll he'll stuff that Walkman. I think he'll come um, to you, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he'll, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll follow you like a boombox. <laughs> Everywhere you go as you eat your dinner. <laughs> you can listen, listen in the, on the Tesla. The, Dave, right. the Davis Group's also got a uh, new home buyer seminar. Yeah, coming um, up. We, yeah. We've got a couple of those. This is uh, the... the like the third round yeah, so of if, those. If you're interested in attending, feel free to reach out to Galen directly. Uh, what's your cell, Galen? 804-274-9016. Or you can email him at galen at centralvarealty.com. Uh, again, these home buyer seminars really break down what it takes to purchase a home if you have no idea. It's a nice entertainment uh, instruction, educational session. Thank you for all the people that have come. They, they actually fill it faster than I ever imagined they would be, so it's awesome. That's because people love to hear you, Galen. <laughs> it is what it is. And if there's anything we can do for you on the listing side, the buy side, the investment side, the flip side, the rental side, whatever it is, we handle it. So feel free to give us a call, 804-536-6100. You can also reach out to me at my personal email at jared at centralvarealestate.com, or realty.com, rather, jared at centralvarealty.com. Or you can follow us on social media, post up, give us your comments, shoot us your messages. Once again, we appreciate you listening to RVA Real Estate Podcast. If you have a real estate question that you would like to ask Jared or Galen, reach out to them at jared at centralvarealty.com or galen at centralvarealty.com. Who knows? It may even be featured on an upcoming episode. 